0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Our radio program starts with a blast of Cali Hohorn.
2: If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day.
3: Let's get going. One, two,
4: three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah! It is a freestyle. Okay. I'm just going to think it up
3: as a
5: freestyle. Well, let me sit back. Go ahead, Marshall.
4: Okay. Years
6: ago, they tried to. Years ago, they tried to put me in the.
2: This is a lie. <laughs>
3: Do you want to try to read something from your book? Yeah. If you look at what I said, you will see that that question was answered perfectly.
1: I can't tell when I'm talking or when I'm not talking. You're talking? Emma? Yes. I'm talking? Yes. Your mouth is moving. What? I'm going to stab you by the end of the night. And now.
0: Hey, it's Taylor Swift. You're listening to the Kevin and Bean Show. Our
7: feature
4: presentation. (laughs) That was deeply troubling. (laughs) Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday, the 29th of April.
1: What's up, muskrats?
4: What are you doing?
1: (laughs) Why muskrats? I
4: don't
1: know. I just just thought of it.
4: That's it. We're going to call each other muskrats from now on.
1: What's up, hedgehogs? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey. What's
2: going
5: on? Is it weird not being here, Bean?
1: It's great not being there, Bean. Oh, jeez. Wow. It's fantastic. I loved it. You know, when you're on the road for work, you guys, all you want to do is get home. Sure. Your own bed, your own wife, your own dog. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had a nice, I had a fine, uh, I had a fine visit last week, though. Mm-hmm. Had something interesting happen on the, uh, on the flight home on Saturday. Uh, let first me guess. I got to the aer- Does it involve a hot chick? No.
5: Mm. Oh,
4: okay.
1: <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> first of all, and this isn't the story, um, I got to the airport at 6.30, um, a little early. The flight was at uh, the flight was at nine forty. Supposed to board at nine, so I thought, oh, if it's supposed to board at nine, I should be there by seven. But it worked out, and I got there early. So I got there at six thirty. Plane took off at twelve fifteen.
2: <laughs> oh, that was
1: first of all. Oof and it kind of leads into the interesting thing that I saw happen is after the second time the pilot came out and announced and i mean came out meaning he didn't make the announcement from the cockpit, he actually came out and stood in the plane for people to see him and he said we've got a uh, we've got a, a malfunction in a part uh, it's 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 minor it's a connector between two things he didn't go into any more detail beyond that. he said, and we need to fix that we need to get another one before we're able to take off. And then they thought they had one in stock, but then they didn't. And then they were going to borrow it from United. And then there was a bunch of paperwork involved. So it ended up taking a lot longer than they expected it would. So we're all sitting there on the plane. Before they let us off the plane, by the way, to chill for an hour before they put us back on the plane. Oof. So after the second time the pilot came out, this older gentleman who announced that he had Asperger's syndrome, my uh-huh. ears breaked up. He went up to the pilot and to the flight attendant He said, I am scared to continue on this flight. I don't know if I want to be on this plane because of what you've just said. And I thought this was really interesting to see how they were going to handle this.
4: I don't have Asperger's, but there there does come a point where if they're working on the plane and they keep telling you that there's something wrong, yeah. you start to think, mm-hmm. is this a yeah. one of those signs where people go, okay, I'm going
8: to get off, and then the plane goes down, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Hey, exactly. Being quick question. How did he announce he had Asperger's?
1: He just said it just right up front as he walked up to the front of the plane to talk to the pilot and the flight attendants. He said, listen, I have Asperger's, and I don't think I can continue on this plane. Hmm. He was I think he was telling them that he is a person that is sensitive to his emotions and his feelings, yeah. and he just kind of wanted them to know. So uh, I was curious to see how they were going to handle this. Was it just going to be a beat-it-kid thing or what, or were they just going to kind of brush him off? I was so impressed with the Delta crew. How seriously they took him, stun gun. Comf- how comforted they made him feel, Dropkick? And the, the pi- <laughs> and the pilot went into some more detail Back about in? about the part. Reach around how- to the what? Oh, huh? I was trying testies? to play. You're looking for testies. <laughs> uh, and the pilot <laughs> power bomb through a table. Way- <laughs> listen. I'm trying
2: to tell you what happened. <laughs> right. Okay. The
1: pilot went out of his way to tell him, I would not ever take this plane into the air if I thought there was anything even one percent wrong with it your safety and the safety of everybody on this plane is the only thing that I care about it's getting you from here to there safely is my job and I promise you that I would not take off if that were the case and he was still kind of like I mean he was wigging out a little bit and the flight attendant's like what can we do for you do you need do you do you want to get off the plane and think about it and come back in do you want food do you want water You want Tylenol? I mean, they were really like doing everything they could to try to make this man feel better. Belly to
8: belly suplex,
1: (laughs) which I thought was really impressive (laughs) that they took it seriously and took the time for it. Foot massage—that is is nice. Yeah, I just thought it was really, really nice. And he ultimately ended up um, staying on the plane. Um, There were other people on the plane, by the way, who who did not. There were other people on the plane who did get off. One I heard say, "Well, I'm a Virgo."
5: like, they walked the up, they're
1: like, I'm a Virgo, <laughs> it's a very sensitive sign. <laughs> I have diarrhea. Uh... <laughs> One guy got off the plane because he said, the thing I was going to in New Orleans will be over by time we land, so I want oh. you to take my, oh, to take my luggage off the plane. Oh. I, don't know if the, I, I, I don't know how they were able to do that. I mean, I was thinking that puts the airline in an unusual situation because they don't want to intentionally send a dude's plane to another city when they know the guy's not on the plane. On the other hand, they 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 generally don't allow luggage without a passenger associated yeah, with it to mm-hmm. go to another location. So I guess that's one of the things they had to do during the during the time that we were waiting is go on and fish through all of that luggage down there to pull his bag off. Wow! I guess what I'm saying is is uh, keeping a schedule if you're an airline, as much as we all get frustrated, is very complicated. Yeah, I, think I can imagine there's a, there, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, things in play, a lot of a lot of plates in the air with something like that. But as bummed as I was about how late we were, uh, you know, it screwed up other people more than me because they had connecting flights. But I was really impressed with uh, Delta. And I know oftentimes we don't take the time to congratulate somebody or commend somebody for handling a situation that's potentially difficult and doing it well. But I was really impressed to see the way they handled it. Did you walk uh, back to the guy with
4: the Asperger's and change seats with somebody so you could sit next to him? have a quick talk
5: no i get you let's just uh let's be together (laughs) right exactly maybe hold hands right then the lady sitting next to him was like i'm a virgo i'm very sensitive sign
1: (laughs) i could have held hands with the asperger's guy as the plane went down (laughs) oh geez it worked out that way (laughs) but but everybody landed and everybody was fine so mission accomplished
4: a little late but all
1: right yeah no no worries with that look this is what i say about car crashes If you ever in a car crash, it sucks and it's awful, but if you walk away, you're lucky. And that's kind of how I feel about planes these days. You know what I mean? If you don't crash, everything else doesn't matter. Until
8: it's 12.15. That
5: would be quite the tagline for an airplane, (laughs) for a company, right?
8: United. Hey, if you land, we're pretty stoked. (laughs) (laughs) What else is more important than that? I'm available if you guys need
4: me. (laughs) All right, let's talk about today's (laughs) Kevin show, shall we?
5: Is there a sickle or a penis in this story? Uh,
4: no, there's not. Thank goodness. Great news. Yeah. Great news. Because it's Monday. Uh, April Foolishness recap. Oh,
5: man.
8: A lot of crazy stuff went on.
5: Still on that high, right?
8: Everything is either A, B, or P, B to me. Right. After? Oh, right. Yeah, after a pre. Oh, I had it. Could've, okay. Could have flipped them, but whatever. <laughs> Guys, it was a good battle. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm happy
4: we did it. I am uh, I feel like I'm. I'm done with that now. Oh,
2: so we're going to do a
5: weekly rap battle now. Oh, are we? part of the show.
1: I'm with Kevin. It's like running a marathon. It's the worst day of your life, Mm -hmm. but you only do it once. Right.
5: Okay.
8: I mean, for people who don't know, you guys killed it, but we'll get into that later.
5: (laughs) And do people only do a marathon once?
8: A lot
1: of people do. It's a bucket list item that they go, that's it. I don't ever have to do it again. I just wanted to see if I could. Huh. Only one guy ran more than one marathon (laughs) in history. I
5: did not know that. Uh
1: (laughs) Pre-Fontaine.
4: It's what made him so popular. Uh Olivia Wilde will be on the program today. Yay. Oh, I love her so much. Same. Comedian Felipe Esparza will be on the show today. Killed. Oh, I love her so much. Yep. And the uh, details at seven fifteen about the K Rock Weenie roast and luau. We're back to a luau. Details at seven fifteen. We'll Where
5: t- what happened to the e fiesta? Remember those days? I do,
4: yeah. I think they're just switching it up
1: a bit. Okay. Where, can we roast a pig? I'm oh, gonna wear a grass you, skirt, that's sure all I know. <no>. No, <laughs> grass, grass skirt
4: and coconut boobs. I hope. Yes, both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's coming up at seven fifteen. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
3: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
5: Allie, how was your weekend? It was good. Mm-hmm. Friday was uh, was a long day mm-hmm. for all of us, so I um I slept in on Saturday.
1: Nice, yeah.
5: And it felt mm-hmm. real nice.
1: You weren't at the airport at 6.30 a.m.? I was
5: not. I was not. Um, I live in the city in which I broadcast. I see. You should try that, Bean. Yeah. You'd love it here, Bean. (laughs) 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 No? Um, But it was a good weekend, for sure. Did you go see Avengers? You know who had a great weekend? Yeah. Anyone that saw Avengers or had money involved with the movie, because it did okay. Kevin, you saw it?
1: I
4: did. And? the best finale of a movie series
8: ever. Not better than Godfather 3? <laughs> <laughs> ever. I oh, mean, wow. they really? brought,
4: yeah, they brought every important part of the MCU universe mm-hmm. was involved and they didn't let anything slip and no one was there gratuitously. Right. It was really, really great. Emotional? Very.
2: Really? Very right? emotional, yeah.
4: Funny, yes. As yes, funny as the guy. Little bow?
5: The guy had said last week that it's as funny as Thor, Ragnarok, and a couple others. I
4: don't think it was was that funny because Mm. they had so much else to do. But it was like the funny moments were truly funny. Yeah. You know, Uh, a lot of big movies like that fail when they try to add humor or whatever. But they didn't. It, It was natural.
1: It was great. We uh, well, they're also blessed with terrific actors with terrific comic yeah, abilities agreed. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to some listeners on Friday morning who had gone to the Thursday night screenings, and they said, "Yeah, it's over three hours, but it flies by." Yep. Did you find that to be the case as well. Could have used another half hour.
8: Really? How yep. About that? It's <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, three and a half hours.
4: Yep. <laughs> okay. Did I'm you... saying three hours doesn't bother you when it's like it's a wrap up of yeah. how many years? Eleven. 11 years, and they're wrapping yep. up all the storylines, and it was really good.
5: Did you prepare yourself by not drinking a lot of water before, so you went in with an empty bladder?
4: I did not. Did you, you bring a, a sleeping bag? That was good. No, you wore a no. diaper? I
5: did not. I didn't do either of those. Okay. Canteen.
4: Canteen. Did, you did you bring a bottle? Yeah. I would like to say that there is a girl who had to go to the bathroom and couldn't, just couldn't wait anymore. Yeah. She was in the middle of my row. Of course she was. Yeah. She started, like, <laughs> running out and stepping on all of our feet on the way out. Oh, no. And she went to the bathroom, and she came back in, and I think, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. it was she missed in the... Toilet? 45 seconds, 50 seconds she was gone. She missed the most important part (laughs) of the movie. No. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. And then she came running back in, and I I felt like I should tell her, but... Right. Yeah, that was not good timing.
5: There were guides online of when to pee. Yeah. She didn't check that no, apparently, she didn't. or she just couldn't couldn't wait anymore.
4: Oh, it was uh, it was brutal. I was like, oh, oh, you know, we're here for three hours, and if you've been paying attention, to the movie's eleven years. Yeah, that moment can't be missed. Oh no, and she missed it. Oh, sweet. spirit. So
1: Kevin was the only one who went to see it in the whole world, Allie?
5: Yes, uh, except for you I know, felt like there everyone. were other people. Yeah, Avengers: Endgame has become the first movie to earn over one billion at the global box office after its first weekend in theaters. I don't know if you're hearing that. Did you
4: say a? You said billion.
5: Yes. Uh, With a B. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, um, it's already crossed the 1.2 billion dollar worldwide market. That's that's uh, uh, in its first weekend. That's not total. That's, that's what they're projecting, first, first, or nope,
4: down the road.
5: Has <laughs> has already surpassed 1.2 billion. Worldwide, it's now the fastest this film. Was a success, absolute success. Fastest film to gross one billion and, and has eclipsed the total theatrical runs of seventeen of its twenty-one MCU predecessors Jeez. in just five days. That's unreal. That is. But perhaps the most notable record broken was the domestic opening weekend, currently estimated. At 350 million dollars, that, that is insane, and that's probably gonna go up when final numbers come in today. They were thinking like it might pass 300, but we're being we're being kind of optimistic, not be too greedy. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, wow,
2: 50.
5: 350 million at this rate, Endgame could be on track to becoming the highest grossing movie ever, and there were other movies in the movie theater coming in number two this weekend. Captain Marvel, (laughs) I mean, come on, it's absurd coming in at number 3 The Curse of La
4: Llorona. I just want to say this, I looked mm-hmm. at the ArcLight, I looked at all of the theaters, they were yeah. all Avengers Endgame. Right. Except for one theater was showing The Curse of La Llorona, which How I wanted funny. to see, but I was like that's the only
5: one that made it. Unbelievable. Breakthrough came in uh at number 4 with 6.3 million and what the heck Shazam. Is that's the um kind of it's kind of religious. It's with Kate okay. from um
4: Kate from and- what? Kate um, from this is us?
5: Kate from this is us? Yeah. Oh, okay. And her son, I think he's like in a frozen lake. I could be making all this up.
8: Okay.
5: But somehow <laughs> he's, he's Her fine Her son lives
8: in a frozen lake? <laughs> he
5: does. It's a weird that she has to bring him food. Right. She's like, Did you study today? He's like, Mom, get out of my lake. They do
8: the prom pics with the woman down near yeah. the lake. Yeah. <laughs> right? Why are you Like she's waving hello? Right,
5: okay, yeah. Yeah. It it actually the the previews of that movie made me tear up a little bit. Can't remember for sure if it was a frozen lake, but I oh, do know okay. he
2: he lived.
5: It's a real break Yay. breakthrough. Shazam came in uh, fifth, by the way.
2: You guys, that's, uh,
5: that's quite a number. But what if you're one of those guys that sees the movie and then you decide as you're leaving the th- theater, you know what, I'm just going to yell spoilers at the oh. people that are waiting in line at the Nobody theater. did that. Don't you, they did? That you're, was, you're, yeah.
4: The guy that got mm. up in front of our movie to introduce mm-hmm. it said, don't do that. The, yeah. Apparently people were just, yeah. who di- yeah. it was- made them laugh as people were coming into the movie to shout out spoilers going out. That is
5: sick. Yeah, this guy did it um, in Hong Kong, and he... Uh, He survived with his life, which is good. But um, if you look at the pictures, there's just a guy in a white T-shirt seated against a wall being treated by fellow onlookers as blood trickles down the side of his face because he got the crap beaten out of him.
4: Sorry, I deserved it.
5: Absolutely. (laughs) If you are that big of an a-hole, you deserve to be kicked in the face.
8: That's how you learn not to be an a-hole.
5: Absolutely. Jensen does not
8: agree. <laughs> no, I agree. I just am never excited to be like, you guys should assault a dude. No, of, of course but, not. But yes. if he's doing that? That's stupid. Yeah, Yeah.
5: sometimes I'm excited to say you should assault someone <laughs> <laughs> in this case, for sure. <laughs> not a good situation. No. Uh, we're also going to talk about spoilers online, um, which they tell you not to go online. Uh, But you also don't have to be that big of an a-hole on the first weekend that something's out. We're going to talk about a NFL player with almost, you know, a million people that follow him. that's giving away spoilers and a video. Where he explains what he would have done different in the movie. Wow, oh, man. the guy is a horrible man. We're going to talk about him.
8: I guess he's not afraid of getting assaulted, though. He's kind probably of a not. huge man. Yeah, he's probably, he probably not. a patriot too, right?
5: Uh, no, uh, oh. shockingly, he oh. is not. He's plays for a team where you throw dildos on the field. Okay, he's a Buffalo Bill.
4: Yeah, that's a weird celebration. I, mean, I could just do the story
5: story now. Really, if I gave you the whole <laughs> no, story, except okay, I'll tell you later. <laughs> hey, some birthdays for you. Daniel Day-Lewis, Willie Nelson. Bean, how you doing?
1: Willie seems to be healthy and happy right now. He's just announced a new album on Friday, so (laughs) (laughs) he's still working at, what, 86 years old today?
5: Absolutely, and he'll be here playing on Sunday night. Michelle Pfeiffer, Jerry Seinfeld, Uma Thurman, and that's what's happening.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. (sighs) K-Rock.
1: Kevin, um, I'm still mad at you. Me? Oh, no. Yes. You're mad at me? I'm mad at you. Okay. For all the times leading up to April Foolishness where you said, Bean loves hugs. <laughs> <laughs> when you see Bean, uh, make sure to wrap your arms around him tight like a cocoon. <laughs> because we, look, I'm not complaining for real. Because we met, we for two and a half hours, we met all the listeners that were at the VIP pre-party, right? And the Took nicest, every, most yeah. genuine oh, people ever. Lovely. Unbe- um it was so emotional and so moving and they were so sweet and we we don't even have time to get into it now, but the stories that we heard in the couple of minutes that we had with each person talking about what this show has meant to you, right back at you a thousand percent. That's what you have meant to us. But I will tell you about it. every fourth person came you up and it. they said, Well, you don't gotta hug you. Uh-huh. You <laughs> loved it. So you're welcome they were just they were all over me. They were, our listeners are very handsy is what I'm saying. You're Canada. welcome. Mm-hmm. And this and was, that's
8: because of you. And this was my first meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And I, I, just the mass amount of people after we did about 200, we were like, okay, cool. Cause the line was done. Mm-hmm. And so we were all getting ready to go back and like, no, there's, there's, 300 more they're just in a different room waiting to come over yeah here. they
5: did it like in a weird disneyland maze type of thing so they're like no we're gonna bring in group two now we're like wait what yeah it was crazy <laughs> it
8: was unreal they were all awesome. nice. so, yeah.
4: nice. so
1: nice so nice so nice so nice i'm just in love with our listers and jensen you in particular
8: you had a real bond with the lady that came through <laughs> the line right <laughs> still can't believe this happened so i as a battle rapper myself it is extremely hard to get under my skin mm-hmm. i i've heard everything i really don't care uh, and so a woman, very nice woman, walks up and she uh, looks at Kevin and looks at Bean and goes, oh, I, I I love you, Kevin. I love you, Bean. And then she turns to me and she goes, and my late husband hated you. And I didn't <laughs> like, obviously, that's not we didn't understand. What not she said. ex-husband,
2: mm-hmm.
8: late Lates. husband. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't understand. So I sort of go, oh, like I, I'm not putting it together, really. Mm-hmm. Like, what did she say? <laughs> so Kevin turns to me and he says, I think she just said her late husband hated you. And I went. <laughs> I I think she did and then she turns to us and goes yeah he (laughs) hated you and I was like what and then she goes yeah he used to love Kevin and Bean but every time you came on he was like F Jensen
2: (laughs) and (laughs) and I, I looked
8: at her and I normally would be like well you know like I could say something about her husband but I looked at her and just went I have very mixed feelings about this. Yes,
2: he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's dead, so I
8: feel bad for you. But also, like, good riddance? Wow. <laughs> like, I didn't know what you to... You could say. have kept that to yourself as well. I didn't know what to say to her, so I was just like... It was like, unreal. But was also, awesome. her husband would have had to die within the last, like, seven months. Correct. She yes. Would. Yes. Unreal. She was, it was still
1: working through some stuff. It was Jetson. a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> the people who grew up with this show... First of all, I feel sorry for you. You certainly could have made better choices. And you had bad parents. Mm-hmm. The people whose parents let them listen to this show. I mean, I heard from somebody who said, I wouldn't have gotten up every morning for high school if it hadn't been for, I was excited to hear Kevin and Bean. I mean, I never would have made it to school and graduated if it hadn't been for your show. I mean, how do you respond to something like that? Yeah, uh, it's impossible. A, a, yeah. a guy came through who lost a child and said we were the only bright spot on in in his day for a couple of years after that. I mean, there's no uh, there's no appropriate response to something like that. Yeah, just I a mean, hug.
5: You shouldn't have said, beat it, kid. I thought well, that was rude. It seemed scene. a little...
1: All right, stop um,
4: filibustering.
1: I gotta get to this story. So- and then nothing else happened. That was <laughs> oh, it. That no, was no. the extent of no, all no. of the things no. that happened. And I was completely appropriate and I never ran into so- somebody on the street and said something I shouldn't have said. So
4: Bean doesn't really get out much. No. And he has Asperger's. So and the part of Asperger's that he has is it's impossible if if he's talking to somebody, he can't get a read on how their
8: social norms, yeah. social cues, how they're reacting yeah.
4: to mm-hmm. it, is this are they hating this? Are they loving this? He has no read on that. So, and I want everybody just to be our um, witnesses in mm-hmm. case this gets used against us because it's not—it's not at all
8: racist. No. Oh, that's a great way to set anything, right? Up. So, so see, that? You see that you
2: see how white people do. So, there's a what guy is
1: saying is he has black friends, okay? So he can't right. be racist. There's
0: no,
4: a guy.
2: Whitey.
4: There's a guy that we interact with on Twitter. And his Twitter name is Negro of the Galaxy. That is his handle. That's what he named himself. Mm-hmm.
1: And he is a frequent contributor yes. to the show, a super fan, one of our most loyal listeners. And we I think we all have a very friendly relationship with Negro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You're making it worse now.
8: <laughs> just, that's what his Twitter handle is. I know. Well, so his Twitter I don't know his real name.
5: Actually, at underscore Mr. Get It On Jones.
8: But his, his handle name. His name, name yes. yeah.
5: Negro of the Galaxy.
4: So uh, we're there to rehearse our rap battle. We're early. We decide to go get some food. We're walking outside of Microsoft Theater. And a giant black man comes by on a little scooter. Mm-hmm. And Bean sees him and somehow locks into the fact that this must be sure. that guy with mm-hmm. the handle... Negro of the galaxy. There is only now, one
5: African-American man right. downtown L.A. Okay, now that hold is. on a second. Yep.
1: Hold on, hold uh-huh. on. You've been to our events before. It's possible he would have been the only black guy at our event, okay? There was a Clippers
5: and, game happening at the same time as our event. But
1: this guy went right by us on a scooter, and we made eye contact, and he looks just like... The photo <laughs> that our listener uses a as photo his Twitter avatar is a
5: cartoon that he uses. This guy when was a cartoon,
1: seen, but we've seen—I'm sorry, not the avatar—that he's posted pictures of himself at various things with his girlfriend and stuff like that. And this guy really did look just like him, so it was not unreasonable for me to assume that it might actually be our fan. Might. Mm-hmm. Negro of the galaxy because he was at our event and no, we locked up. Not, not out. really, he
8: was just driving by
1: earlier. Yeah, yeah, it turned out on yeah the he street. wasn't there for us. Right.
8: But so, I thought okay, it was.
1: Sh- but sh- sh- I thought it was him. Sh- okay. So Bean thinks it's him,
4: and doesn't say, "Hey, are you the listener that we interact with on Twitter uh-huh. with the name?" He doesn't say, "Are you the guy, Negro of the Galaxy on Twitter?" Mm-hmm. He says to this random guy. Just these words. Are you the Negro of the galaxy? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's Sweet those, baby that's Jesus. all he said.
3: Imagine being that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, so man. that guy hears this, and he
4: just, he keeps going, but he turns around and he goes, that's racist. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> look, I know hell? being, and I know he didn't mean it that way, but imagine being that guy. Oh, my God. Imagine that. I was oh, like, my God. And it happened in about a second and a half, all of it. So it took us a little while to sort of go, what? Did you just <laughs> shout, did he what? <laughs> I have never Bean. I've never seen something that happens so fast go south so
1: fast. It sounds racist. <laughs> yeah. Is there no way he could have taken it as a ne- capitalist? No. no oh, yeah. I didn't just say, are you a Negro? See, this is said, what I'm are you saying the Negro of the galaxy. This is what I'm saying is Dean has
4: no idea no. how people will receive what
1: he's saying. Look. Wow. look. Look, if there's it no look, in, there's no defense. No, you should had keep had unfolded, your trap shut. If it had unfolded more slowly, of course I would have chosen my words better. Of course I would have made it clearer that I was referring to his social media handle. But as you said, Kevin, he whipped by us on that scooter in like one right. second, fast enough that there's no way you could ID him <laughs> as our <laughs> listener on Twitter. There's no way you could
4: look hey. at him and go, "Hey, that's our listener on Twitter." <laughs> he, he was past you. And you just shouted it out. It was like a reflex.
1: There was nothing I, uh, you could do about it. If you're asking if I would like to take it back, yes, yes I would. <laughs> yes, I would. And it turned out that our listener wasn't there at all. And mm-hmm. this guy wasn't him. So right. I just judged yeah. the moment. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I misjudged the moment. Okay. All right? All right. Uh, do we have time real quick to throw Omar's wife under the bus? Yes. Yes, please. Because apparently she was, there's one in every crowd who is overserved at a comedy event and screams from the audience and we apologize to everybody who is sitting next to Cassie.
3: Yeah, totally. Uh, she's a school teacher and she doesn't get out much and I was driving home so she and her buddies, when they get together, they let loose. Yeah. Okay, so during Adam Ray's that, they thought it'd be a good idea to start screaming take it off take it off <gasps> okay and no. they, very attractive in their th- in their heads by the way they're thinking we're not loud enough for adam to hear us sure so they don't realize that Adam's like thrown off by he, what's happening. he heard something but didn't know what it was exactly. but he stops
4: for a second right. and glances around like what was you shouted? Right,
3: exactly. And there's other girls like in the back rows kind of egging my wife and her friends off and then they go on, out and, On, on. On. Sorry, on, sorry. Sorry, yeah. my, 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 my bad. <laughs> and so they <laughs> So, so they end. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then uh, they, they, they kind of uh, stop down and they go get a drink. Okay? Oh, good. Later on That's what they needed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. So later on in the evening um, I, find out, I find out from producer Dave that there's this fancy downstairs area where mm. you need a special pass that I have but they don't. Mm-hmm. So so um, this is after the show, and I was like, hey, Kaz, you guys want to go hang out down, down there? So I put this on you. Oh, it, yeah. R- really? Yeah, you should say, "Ah, oh, I don't have any passes. Well, well <laughs> no, no. But so so I, go, I go down there. Kazzy gets down there. As me and Kazzy are walking up, Dave's talking to Adam Ray. And Adam Ray's telling Dave, hey, man, yeah, there was this chick in the audience. <laughs> I don't know what she was <laughs> saying or whatever. And I was like. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! (laughs) That's my wife! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, then, so I had to go take care of some business, and then keep in mind my uh, (laughs) wife is really drunk, Uh right? So I come back and my wife is living is, with Adam Ray now. Well, she's like, you know, like, <laughs> I like trying to kiss Adam Ray. Well, like They were posing for a picture. But I was just like, yeah. I, I was and like, no. When, when I walked in, I'm like, what is happening? So she
4: explained to Adam that it was her. Exactly. He was fine with it. They were taking pictures. Well, yeah,
3: she was, she was, she was just. She's the best. Sloppy drunk. Yeah, <laughs> the best. I love sloppy yeah. drunk Yeah. <laughs> <God. laughs>
4: So that was a few moments from uh, from uh, Friday night's April Foolishness. But the rap
1: battle, you guys. Oh, yes. next, my God. next hour, we got to get into that. Because Bean, did that you was... get your
3: Thug Life tattoo now? I or, sure did. You did. You must have. <laughs> I love <that. laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
1: K-Rock.
9: Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze Kevin and Bean can make that go away It's time for Great
1: News Today Great News! Alright, Allie, don't make it weird.
5: Won't make it weird. You're going to make it weird. weird. Don't make it weird, you guys. Listen, Monday stink. We know this. Why not share some goodness, some stories that don't make the news? Because really, we're all about if it bleeds, it leads. That's a newsling that's good everyone thank you but this is a lovely story about a young man named Jamario Howard and his two friends J. Michael Baker and Tay Knight they went to grab some lunch at Brad's barbecue in Oxford Alabama and during their meal Jamario looked over noticed an elderly woman eating all by herself and the sight of her dining alone just broke his heart he felt this instant sense of empathy what he couldn't tell just by looking at her was the woman Eleanor was recently widowed. She was there eating at Brad's barbecue on the day before what would have been her and her husband's sixtieth wedding anniversary. Whoa. So he doesn't know anything about this, but he walked over, said, "Hey, would you like some company?" My friends and I. No, don't. Nope. No. 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 Turn it down. Turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs>
1: I don't think that's down. How many uh, How many guys are at his party? I'm going to wait. <laughs> Come on, Ellie. They
5: sat, chatted with this woman. Mm. Fa- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just kidding.
5: Come on. Chatted with her, found out all about her life, how she had lost her husband, and just had a really wonderful time talking to her, just really making a difference in what could have been a very sad evening for this woman. And... They're staying in touch, vowing to get together every now and then. And here's a little bit of what they had to say.
6: They have all vowed to make room for one another. And certainly, if Eleanor's right, that God played any role in this, it may be to remind us of the joy that awaits just outside
3: the bubbles we live in. I used to say when I was younger, and I still say today, like, I'm going to change the world somehow. And I don't know how... I'm not rich, I'm not famous, and I'm not very smart either, so I can't be the president. But we can show the world that it's all right to be kind, and then before long, maybe the world will be a much better place.
5: Oh, I love him so much. That's all most of us can do. Uh, Yeah. He also put on Facebook, he said, the point in this is always be kind and be nice to people. You never know what they're going through. This woman changed my outlook on life and how I look at other people. Everyone has a story, so don't judge. And people, I can't stress this enough. Go see your mom and your grandparents. They miss you. So. To Chamario Howard and his two friends, and to Eleanor, that is my great news. I wasn't ready.
9: That is my... It's not Seinfeld.
4: We
5: get it. That is my great news.
4: Close enough. All right. For government work. Uh, Mine is an Illinois Illinois man who has two reasons to feel lucky. He got pulled over by a cop on his way to a job interview. And... um, He was driving in Illinois. He allegedly had expired plates. He was also driving with a suspended driver's license. And he was in a borrowed car. Mm. So the cop pulls him over. Baldwin tells the officer he was on his way to a job interview and he didn't have any other way to get there. So the officer who could have written several tickets and Mm -hmm. had the car towed and had him arrested for driving with a suspended driver's license followed Baldwin while he dropped off his car in a safe place and then drove him to his interview for his second job. Wow. The police officer took him to his interview. And he said, uh, the, the man said, I I was a few minutes late, but I made it. I was really grateful. I'm thankful that I made it to the interview and I got the job. And uh, here's uh, what the officer had to say.
8: He was polite when I pulled him over and seemed like a good young man. So I want to give him a chance. I knew if I gave him a bunch of tickets and towed his car, you know, it'd be tough to recover from. Thank you.
2: Thank you for not uh, writing me tickets. Thank you for not taking me to jail or taking the car because the outcome could have been totally different from what it was. I, I just want to say thank you.
4: And I thought that was very sweet. Yeah. Instead of, I mean, he 100% deserved the tickets, mm-hmm. but the cop said, no, I'm going to take you to your job interview. And he got the job. And all were are happy.
1: And that's my great news. It's pretty great news, you guys. Hey, uh, David Green is the man on my great news. He's a history teacher at May Jamison High School in Huntsville, Alabama. He and his wife have a beautiful 16-month-old daughter who has been diagnosed with cancer. She has acute lymphoblastic leukemia, diagnosed six months ago. She's been going through treatment ever since then. She still has three or four months of inpatient treatment. And will be getting some form of treatment for the next two years. Maybe The reason this story makes great news is because the father only, like many teachers in America, only gets one sick day per month. Which does not give him the opportunity to be with his daughter very often when she gets her treatment. So, the teachers, fellow teachers at the school in Huntsville, Alabama, all chipped in and contributed their very infrequent sick days to the couple... To the tune of over a hundred days. Wow! The school got together and said, "Hey, let's help our fellow teacher out so that he can take those days off to go and be with his daughter when she undergoes treatment." Was
4: he just a lousy teacher,
1: and they wanted to get nope, rid of him? Doesn't say that here. I'm nope. just asking. We were blown away with the response that we received with the sick days. We were just hoping we could get a couple days so we could be with, you know, so I could be with her once a week. It's a huge blessing. We can't wait till we're in a position to give back and help others. One of the uh, one of the teachers said, "I just can't imagine having a kid with cancer like that and not being able to be with, you know, with that person." So we're do everything we can to help. I just find that is just remarkable that somebody would give up their own days off. Agreed. to help somebody else so fingers crossed that the little girl gets better but that's a wonderful outreach from that family in huntsville alabama two out of our three stories were from alabama today by the way what's going wow. on down there <laughs> huh? great people a lot of nice people in the world you guys a lot of great people in the world a lot of great news the kevin and bean show on k-rock all right you guys are we weddy we're weddy are we weddy Let's do it. I don't feel wetty. Let's do
3: it. Let's do it. Ah, it's wild and wonderful when 10,000 kids beat on 5,000 beach blankets. K-Rock, Weenie K-Rock, Roast, and Luau 2019. Saturday, June 8th. Beautiful Doheny State Beach in Dana Point. We're bringing the Weenie Roast back to the O.C. Bring sunscreen, a towel, and hang out with K-Rock on the grass by the beach for a full day of live music. With the stage is turning. Here they are, the limit. On my mind,
2: goes since the flood I belong with you, you belong with me In my sweet heart Gloria Oh, Angela Spent your whole life running away Watch it now Alright, I wanna see everybody jumping up and down You
9: ready? Please welcome 3-11 3-11 ah! I will always oh. love you could be left
3: You sure you're welcome? and Luau 2019. Silver Sun Pickup. the
1: We just want The Revivalists.
3: Catfish and the Bottlemen. For a oh, Flora Cash. Smith and Tell.
2: Stop
3: fell in the holy the
2: holy the holy press. And the glamorous
3: Watuzi dancing girls from Hollywood's pain, Whiskey a Go Go nightclub. K-Rock Weenie Roast and Luau 2019. I think it's got a groove. Exclusive K-Rock street team pre-sale Thursday at ten a.m. Proceeds benefit the California Coastal Commission, Heal the Bay and the Surfrider Foundation from
4: your
1: Southern California Volkswagen dealers. All right. First time Gosh. we're doing it on the beach. I'm very excited about that. And that makes all the sense of the world that it's a luau this time around, right? K-Rock Weenie Roast in Luau 2019. June 8th, Doheny State Beach in Dana Point. As you heard, the Lumineers, 311, Silver Sun Pickups, the Revivalist, Catfish and the Bottlement. One of my favorites. I'm so happy that ex-ambassadors are back on I the road this year. A couple of new ones out of Sweet and Flora Cash and Smith and Tell and The Regrets, who are so much fun. By the way, you're going to love seeing them live. And if you miss the fine print there, you can sign up at krock.com Make sure you're a member of the street team and get the exclusive pre-sale starting Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Tickets go on sale to the public Friday at 10 a.m. through FrontGateTickets.com. You can get all the details at krock.com Kevin, you want to break down uh, how the uh, how the fees work this year? Um,
4: um <laughs> No, I was not prepared to do that. <laughs> oh, I thought you had the paperwork right there. I mean, I do, but there's a lot of little print. It's
8: ninety nine dollars. Okay. It's general admission ninety nine dollars. Right, yes. And then
4: one ninety nine for VIP. For VIP, yes.
1: And that is worth spotlighting because you not only get the best view of the stage, obviously, you get a comfortable seating area. There's a VIP bar, private restrooms, convenient food options, dedicated merch stand. I mean, that is the very definition of VIP. So general admission tickets for ninety-nine VIP tickets for one ninety nine. It's gonna be an amazing day at the beach. The date again is June eighth. Pre-sale this Thursday, on sale this Friday. Let's hit it one more time, shall we? Ah, it's wild and wonderful when 10,000 kids beat on 5,000 beach blankets. K Rock Weenie Roast and Luau
3: 2019. Saturday, June 8th. Beautiful Doheny State Beach in Dana Point. We're bringing the Weenie Roast back to the OC. Bring sunscreen, a towel, and hang out with K Rock on the grass by the beach for a full day of live music. With the stage is turning. Here they
2: are, the Lumineers. Please welcome
6: the Lumineers. The Lumineers. And all my mind grace is the flat I
2: belong with you. You belong with me and my sweet heart Oh, oh Angel Spent your whole life running away. Watch it now
3: We're we Roast and, and Luau,
2: 2019.
3: Silver Sun Pickup. the in the Revivalists. Catfish and the Bottlemen.
2: X oh, a Flora Cash.
3: Smith & Tell. The Regress. In gotta go in and the glamorous Watusi Dancing Girls from Hollywood's famed Whiskey A Go Go Nightclub. K-Rock Weenie Roast and Luau 2019. I think it's got a groove Exclusive K-Rock Street Team Pre-Sale Thursday at 10 a.m. Proceeds benefit the California Coastal Commission, Heal the Bay, and the Surfrider Foundation. From your Southern California Volkswagen dealers. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
4: All right. Uh, Friday night, we had our April Foolishness. And uh, Jensen uh, came up with a great idea of us doing a battle
8: rap. Uh, yeah. No. It was uh, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Before you even joined the show. Yes. We had this conversation. Kevin versus Bean. <laughs> and I didn't expect a lot from it. I expected a lot of fun from it. Right. But I think you shocked, what, fifty-five to 6,000 people on Friday night? 6,000 people? Do you think we shocked Aren't them? Shocked them by how bad we were. <laughs> no. I, Not at all, you I guys. I genuinely believe, and you got a standing ovation before, I mean, you'll hear how it plays out at the end, but even before that, people were freaking out about how good it was. Um, people were being nice. People were being generous. That's the way uh, I think. Too- no, you know. Know. That's what I feel like, too. Low no, expe- Listen, no, low expectations were. plays into it. Correct. But yes, I do definitely. believe you went above and beyond anything anyone would have expected.
1: Right. But as you said, is this on the tape where he talked about the other white people that he's tried no. to? Okay. No. As you said to the audience before yeah. you brought us out on your Drop the Mic show on TBS and, and uh, TNT. TNN? T- TNT. 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 Right, yeah. TNT. You said you have had people like Helen
8: Mirren yes. and, and
1: Dr. Phil, people like yeah. that. Yet yeah, we're still the whitest people you've ever tried to
8: teach. <laughs> that around. Yeah, we're wa- number one. <laughs>
1: walking into it,
8: walking into it, you were the most Caucasian, too, I've ever had to work with. But walking out of it, Joshua Silverstein, who was there, he's our beatboxer from the show. And he was able he's to amazing. do April Foolishness, the most talented. Uh, him and I, after the first rehearsal, looked at each other and went, well, that's good. We didn't, I mean, normally we'd be out there for six, seven tries. I know, then we
4: had a second rehearsal and I did everything wrong. And right. that's what made me so nervous. But you guys did great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's play it. This is Jensen now. He comes out on the stage. And he's getting a feeling for
8: who the crowd thinks is going to win, Bean or me. We are very excited. How many of you guys think Kevin is going to win? Yeah. How many of you think Bean is going to win? Oh, sh- Hey, I just want to say that that crowd reaction was bullshit. You know what? You haven't been introduced. Bullshit. You haven't been introduced. All right. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I just want to add.
3: You haven't been introduced. I just want to add. Keep doing what you're doing, you people. You haven't been introduced.
2: <laughs> I was. I love that so we were much. I was. <laughs>
4: backstage. I was. I thought Bean would get a bigger reaction. I was pretty surprised at how much bigger it was.
5: It was a lot. But it was sizable,
8: <laughs> which made me laugh. All right. So then, and by we, the way, I had my money on Kevin all the way. I I don't know. I think most of the world heard both you guys rap, and they heard you go at Chip, and they were like, that's the battle. So I don't think that was... I think people were were in their heads about Bean. All right. This is Bean's uh, first verse. Joshua! Give me a beat, my friend! (laughs)
1: It makes no sense that Kevin has back pain because I've been carrying his ass now for three decades. I've often stared at Kevin and quietly wondered why. He has that big a head, yet nothing inside. You thought Boston was a state and kale was fish. There's so much you don't know your whole life's a moment with. I think you know you think you'll win without papers. That's all you need. But how are you going to rap when we all know you can't read? Oh, Oh. <laughs> sh- <laughs> I mean very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to listen to jo- Joshua by the way DJ Joshua. He's amazing. Yeah, he's like dropping And that made bombs. it so much easier for us because he was able when we got ahead or got behind he was able to adjust live mm-hmm. on the fly instead of us doing it to a pre-recorded track where we would just be lost.
8: Yeah, but you still were almost on post the whole time. Almost. I mean, yeah. It was there.
1: <laughs> All right, then my verse.
8: Joshua, give me a beat. <laughs>
4: Years, Bean always made me laugh. Not his jokes, but the fact that he's an autistic psychopath. He tried to act human, but he always fails. He's an adult male who, po- who puts his hair in pigtails. He moved from LA to Seattle to New Orleans. It's not easy cleaning blood from all of your crime scenes, but he's got a great wife that's always by his side. I think I speak for everyone when I say, Is she blind? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: oh,
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Allie, you had not heard any of this Mm-mm.
2: before. You Mm-mm. were hearing
1: it for the first time on stage. And yeah. You were out there as my hype man, by the way. Yes. was Hallie was out there with a towel wiping me down. <laughs> yeah. By the way, everybody from the Kevin and Bean show.
4: <laughs> yes. All the
8: other DJs. Yeah. It was uh, amazing. Stryker and, yeah. striker and Meg.
4: Klein and Megan, yeah. everybody was yeah, there. Yeah, Doug
8: Benson was out there.
4: That was really touching mm-hmm.
8: to me. Like, that I wasn't I was expecting any of
4: cool that. You guys yeah. had posses. Yeah. We yeah. had posses. I mean, for the first yeah. time ever.
1: What did you think after the
4: first round, Allie?
5: I was blown away, completely blown away, and I had no idea what was coming.
4: <laughs> because by what? the way, we cut out the second verse, probably oh, because
5: we did? of that. Oh, okay. The second verse was there is a, amazing. There is a line
8: that explains how white. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. yeah. Im- is a little rough. Yeah,
5: it involves mayonnaise coming out of somewhere. All right. So I, I
8: do think uh, <laughs> I do think they are
1: editing this together, and they're going to put up proper video and audio up at krock.com. I think maybe even later today you'll be able to see the whole thing, and it's a it's a lot of fun to actually watch. Oh yeah. But yeah, there's a there's a couple of things in the in each of our verses that we really can't play on the radio. They're so.
5: kill lines for <laughs> sure.
1: They are fatalities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're All right, digging graves at that this. point. <laughs> You watch hockey and soccer every single night. Maybe it's time to check out a sport America likes. The way you broadcast sounds like a joke. You have the skills of Dick Clark, but after the stroke. Behind the boards is where you do your best. Forgetting to turn on mics and hanging up on guests. Feel bad for Kevin because he's losing me soon. And that's how you drop the mic. Sickle. Penis. Boom! Boom!
8: <laughs> <laughs> the, the excitement of Sickle Penis Oh, boom. he was very excited yes. with that It's great
4: <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, and then my final uh, comeback Give me B, Joshua <laughs> Bean keeps his donkey's balls after they take him out He also has weird owls, but those are in his mouth Mr. Bad Example has never had sex He just off listening to KNX But in truth, you're a legend of L.A. rock Who is stuck with a partner who can barely talk Bean hates attention and being reversed, so let's give a standing O for 30 years of greatness. Come on, people, stand up. (laughs) 30
8: years. Gunshots. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a belt. (laughs) Who knew that? Kiss, 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 kiss.
4: (laughs) <laughs> I tried to kiss, but Bean pulled away. Yeah, you guys did get a cheek. It was almost a, a Me Too moment. That was a
5: beautiful, <laughs> was though, really Kevin. Nice. Yeah, what a nice was. way to end it. Bean, Bean
4: was really... In... He can't take praise. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it. Right. it was so enormously... I
1: figured it was enormously touching, though, and like you said, you had me cornered. There's nothing I can do about it. There's no place I could run. I did have a
4: word that rhymed instead of greatness, but Revered. I no idea. Revered. And then
8: years. <laughs> years, right. But it worked out so well. Somehow I came up with greatness. It's also, the only thing I thought. But for real, thinking on your toes like that was pretty good. I was shocked. I was like, oh, you missed that line, and then you nailed it in the end. It's Pretty good. You said
1: reversed instead of revered. Though, yes, you right? said reversed. Oh, I yeah. did hear that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought that. Yeah, um, it was very sweet and very unexpected. And I had no idea when Dave ran out with an actual like WWE style belt.
8: Yeah, there's like holograms on it of mm-hmm. your faces. Yeah. It's yeah. actually pretty serious. It's, amazing. it's actually <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, but and look, it was very sweet to see the crowd. Yeah, standing up, jump to their yeah. feet to yeah. applaud people. There was a standing was- O in the verse before as well. Like it was, it was very was touching Pretty, moment. They were all very into it. Like we
1: said earlier, our fans are the absolute best. But I also don't want to end this segment without saying that, A, this entire thing was Jensen's idea. Uh, well, B, Jensen took the tiny little germs of ideas that we had for our individual <laughs> raps and, and molded them into something that was usable. I spent an hour phenomenal.
4: writing mine, and then I sent it to Jensen, and he said it back in like three minutes,
1: and it was so <laughs> much better. <laughs> Be incredible, right? <laughs> Same thing with me. Mine sucked to begin with, and you made it really good. And then, uh, and then, see, uh, you know, without you out there, you know. Uh, hosting the thing, being the hype man and everything like that, and bringing Josh down, who made all the difference to the world. I mean, that was was all you.
8: Well, it was very, very fun. I had had joked before. They played a video where, you know, a couple celebrities and stuff gave their opinions as to who was going to win, and I jokingly was like, you know, I don't know who's going to win, but we know the big loser here is (laughs) hip-hop.
2: But I, I,
8: I think you guys really did the show well, and I do. Everyone we saw walking out was like the battle, the battle. It was a huge highlight. highlight, So be excited for yourself. Kiss, 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 (laughs) kiss, kiss. kiss. It's a long kiss. I just want to
1: say again, the the audience was there to have a good time from minute one. The you know Jordan Conley, we should also mention our opening act comedian. Who you voted on on the internet last week? He came out and they, you know, he didn't have to. It wasn't an uphill battle for him. They were with him from the first joke. Mm-hmm. The whole night we heard from so many comedians. You know, Jamie Lee came off stage and said it. Greg Fitzsimmons said it. This audience is great tonight. It was a really hot crowd, and they were just there to have a great time. And they really got into that rap battle. And we were just so happy that everybody enjoyed themselves so much.
8: Yep. 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 So you guys, thank you so all when, of you.
1: Yeah. When does the mixtape drop?
4: Uh, we're working on that uh, sometime in
3: 2025 the kevin and bean show on K-Rock.
7: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
1: Ali's here first, though. Time for What's Happening on a Monday.
5: Can I just say how nice Felipe is? Yeah. He's, you know, done with the show. He's in his green room with his wife, couple friends. And I knocked on the door and I said... Hi, my friend Cynthia, she did comedy with you a while ago. Can you come into that, you know, whatever that room is. Game with room? All, game room, mm-hmm, yeah. And he's like, yeah, no problem, I'll do it. And I said, oh, good, her name's Cynthia. And he goes, oh, I came up with her. And he was so awesome to leave what was probably a relaxing time for him sure. after the show. And just hung out with my friend Cynthia, who he's known forever, for like 20 minutes. Just chit-chatting. What a guy, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's amazing. We should have mint. We should. We should definitely have <laughs> That'd be mint. Great. Uh Chip, I'm I'm sorry to bring you this news. No. I know that um, you're a What's huge Timothy Olyphant <laughs> fan. You just started watching Justified, <laughs> which I appreciate appreciate about Chip, a show that ended four years ago.
2: Probably whatever.
5: What's she uh, she was also a fan of the Santa Clarita Diet, the Zomcom, if you will. You know, Drew Barrymore, real estate broker, transforms into a zombie. Timothy Olyphant, her husband. What's it, going on? It, uh, it's been canceled by Netflix after mm. three seasons. I'm sorry, Racism. Chip. I don't think it's... I don't know if it's racism. I haven't watched any of the third season yet. <laughs> okay, well, okay. You right. are to blame, right? Well, That's your fault then. And with the way you're watching stuff, maybe 2024. 20, i it, it in five years. Okay, excellent. Excellent. So... Uh,
1: when Chip gets to the wire, man, she's going <laughs> to love
5: it. Funny you should mention the wire. <laughs> because Idris Elba is officially off the market, you guys. Okay. What, what do you think of that?
4: I thought I had next, but apparently not.
5: Mm-mm. Oh, Really? Yeah.
8: There goes my shot. Well,
5: he, uh, he got engaged in February of 2018 to his long-time girlfriend, Sabrina. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Dowry, maybe? Sure, but okay. he got married on Friday at a hotel in Marrakech, Morocco. Oh, there were camels. There were That's fire awesome. dancers. And there was a ton of dancing. How fun would an Idris Elba wedding be?
8: Did he DJ his own wedding? <laughs> DJ his own wedding, good question. He got
5: quite the price. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, is Selba. You all caught up on Luther? You watching the next season? Is it out here in America yet? I
8: don't think it is. I don't think so. Ali like, has some weird cable box that lets her watch things from other countries, and she says it in such yeah. a pompous way. She goes, is it, is it here in America yet? <laughs> I did. I really did. It was great. Have they shown it here in America yet? I'm just saying. Last, Last season or? was the shows She watches shows from the future. Yeah, seriously,
1: stuff that hasn't even been made yet, she's already seen.
8: Last season was two episodes. Like Avatar Two is (laughs) okay. It gets better at three. Have they shown it in this country yet? (laughs) (laughs) A little little bit. That was kind of (laughs) gross. Yeah, the Barry finale. Pretty good. Pretty good. You'll get very excited when they show it here in America.
5: I will say this about Barry last night because apparently uh, Game of Thrones was just... Well, it's interesting because people either said that Game of Thrones was the best they've ever seen Mm -hmm. or people were really let down by it. It was a very bizarre grouping of people. It does seem
4: like people think it was too dark. I enjoy the fact that they taught us what it's like to be blind.
5: Oh, because While it, watching it that literally show. was too dark. Yeah, it's, not, yeah. not
4: thematically. Yeah. Like, you can't, for half of the episodes, see almost anything that's going on. Because they were
5: <sighs> battling in the trenches and yes. there was no light, but literally they didn't feel the need to light it up at all?
4: At all. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, okay. Yeah, it was, it was a bit right. dark. Well, I'll say this. People were like, how's Barry going to follow that up because it's on right after Game of Thrones? If you don't watch Barry, you wouldn't know that, oh, did they follow it up. It was such (laughs) a great episode. I don't
1: think it's a competition, though, is it? It isn't a competition,
5: but people were like, oh, what's Barry going to do? And by people, my friend Katie Nolan did that, and I'm like, I'm going to fight you. (laughs) And her response back on Twitter was, I'm just saying, it's a tough act to follow. And then I felt bad that I said I was going to fight her. So I said, oh, no, I wasn't um, referencing either of the shows. I just got new gloves.
8: (laughs) So, <laughs> the mood to fight? I'm going to have random. Alicia Silverstone play you in the movie of that story.
5: Are you? You've already sold it? I've just sold it, yeah. Thank you so <laughs> much, yeah. Jensen. No, that
8: fast. I yeah. hate you.
5: You guys, uh, coming up, I'm going to tell you about a specific number that Jeopardy producers have stripped contestants of their God-given right to bet on Final Jeopardy. A specific number. I'm just going to say right now, it is not nice. Real Man, Jeopardy. It is not nice what nice. you have done. But AV Club did an article that might be one of the funniest things I've ever read. Wow. Because they they took it to heart and they are not pleased. All that story nice. coming up. Thank you. Do you care? I do. <laughs> Happy birthday, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jerry Seinfeld, Daniel Day-Lewis, Willie Nelson, Uma Thurman, and Carney Wilson. We don't need to hear it now. I guess. All right.
2: All right. What just happened
8: to Jam? <laughs> oh, my
2: More. Or? I mean, you know? How okay. you know, Things are going away. That's what's happening. If you one
5: more
1: day. Kevin and Bean show the world famous K Rock. We just came off of April Foolishness, going right into Weenie Rose season. But speaking of Foolishness, Felipe Esparza is in here. You guys, what's up, right. Kevin and Bean? What's, up, what's up, Boo? How you doing, Felipe? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Thank you. We were just talking uh, right as you sat down
6: about we know what a great time we had Friday night. It sounds like you had fun too. I had a great time, man. I was, I kind of nervous at first all week about the show, you huh, know, huh? like to the big crowd, yeah. a lot of great comics, you know. And um, I don't see too many of these comedians, you know, so it was awesome to see um, Adam Ray. Mm -hmm. You know, he was cool. As soon as I saw him, man, he gave me a look, you know, and I I felt comfortable, you know, like, you get that camaraderie, you know, when Mm -hmm. you see the comedians. I didn't think about that, but none of the comedians probably ever see any of the other headliners. We see each other, like, crossing each other's airports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I remember (laughs) I was in Chicago, and uh, a lot of comedians were coming from the road, and I was just hanging there with Bill Burr um brad williams and um i think um d.r hewley was hanging out with us oh, and wow. um it's not the and, same as seeing them perform comedy the though. dice man oh <laughs> really yeah and my friend really? wow. my friend rodrigo torres he's like my co-host of the what's Up food podcast mm-hmm. he played a practical joke on andrew dice clay <laughs> and i was like are you like my friend not even at the same level as these comics but he um he got on the on the pa system and he said um He said, um, Andrew, Dice's real name, Andrew Silverstein. Right. He's come to the, (laughs) he's come to gate five. (laughs) So they're telling him, Andrew Silverstein, (laughs) Andrew Silverstein. (laughs) And then um, the dice man is freaking out. Hey. Hey, are they taking away my miles? What's going on here?
5: (laughs) (laughs) And was it just to see all of you guys there? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It was
6: funny, man. After he looked at my friend like he was going to kill him. (laughs) You know, when I play a practical joke, you're going to remember it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's a great impression yeah. Felipe, how common are because the comedians that we know that we interact with a lot, including several names on Friday night, they all seem to be so friendly with one another and root for one another. Uh, there must be feuds in
6: comedy too, though, right? Well, there's a lot of feuds, you know, but like there's a lot of feuds in like in the, in the black comedians, you know, but they're not as noticeable. A lot of fuse in the la- Latino community, There is. But there's a lot of fuse in the white comedians too. But white comedians, they work in silence. You know, like if they come at you, it's like you don't really notice. You know,
2: oh, like so they're, a, worse, like, they're worse. Like, at it.
6: Like, like I've heard that big comedians, like they'll um, they'll have like who are gonna be in a movie. They'll have like the comedians that they don't, he don't like come to audition just so they they could get rejected. No,
2: no that's so oh. dark. <laughs>
4: To us <laughs> doing April Foolishness that everybody just gets along so well.
6: Yeah, and it's like a reunion happy. backstage. Yeah. You know, yeah. But most of the guys, I'm you, sure, you, the, the the pretty the nice group of the mm-hmm. comedians. You know, Ift, If you don't like him, you you must have a problem. Yeah, he's right. a nice yeah. guy. You know, Craig Simmons too. It. If you have a problem yeah. with that guy, yeah. you have a problem. <laughs> Craig Simmons is a good
5: dude.
6: Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a feud with another comedian? Oh yeah, man. I've had a bunch of feuds. Um, I had a feud with a comedian one time because. Um, you know, this guy was doing a lot of a lot of like he was successful. He was like the voice of a lot of cartoons. And um one night he's drunk and then like he like he's bragging about it. I made four hundred and fifty thousand dollars last night or last year and I was like, Wow, I made nine hundred and nine thousand eight hundred Tax free. <laughs> and I'm funnier than you. But you're just joking, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm funnier than you. And I think your wife your wife wants to sleep with me. Oh wow. Uh, she's I was that escalated quickly. It escalated and then he threw a drink in my face. Oh. And I chased him around the club and <laughs>
2: This is real? Yeah. I didn't give anything to have video of you chasing him around the club. I was so
6: drunk. I I think they told me I was barefoot, too, because I wear sandals. (laughs) Oh, no. So we got um, this ugly-ass machete-looking guy chasing a comedian. (laughs) And it never works out when two comedians fight because you both get banned.
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I would just like to say that you just said that you were told you were barefoot. That makes me laugh. Yeah, Yeah. I was told. you
1: don't remember. (laughs) Somebody told you afterwards. Um, Felipe Esparza here on the Kevin Abid Show. He was one of the great entertainers at the Microsoft Theater this Friday night. He is here today to announce another show at the Microsoft Theater where he is headlining. Well deserved. Ali was saying earlier, man, the audience was sad to see you leave the stage after your your 20 minutes. So they get a chance to come back and see the whole show. It's going to be Friday, October the 4th. At the Microsoft Theater. You can get the pre sale code at KROCK.com. Tickets go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m. from AXS.com. See the great Felipe Esparza at the Microsoft Theater.
6: Now, Felipe, you mentioned you were drunk that night. You get drunk still? No, I'm sober now. I've been having drunk Completely drank. sober, yes. right? Yes. I've been dragged since 2009. Wow. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's now, great.
1: W- Was that tough in your line of work oh, at yes. the beginning because
6: every night you're around alcohol? It's tough for any community that's trying to stop drinking or just trying to lose weight
4: mm-hmm.
6: Can we get a free meal and a drink wherever we go. Basically, that's your life. Uh, or sometimes, free you know, you free go meal to, and drink. Yes, yeah, you go to shady clubs where the owner just looks at you and goes, anything you want. I don't want you to get arrested trying to find anything. I got it. Let me know. I'll make a phone call. Wow. So they're trying to make, he's just trying to make sure you're going to be at the shows. Right. And he don't want you to get arrested, trying to find crack in Detroit. <laughs> so he'll go out and but get it? And- I, when I was a drug addict, I knew how to find drugs. I would just, I would ask the police officer. I'm sorry? I would ask the police officer where the drugs are. That I would just tell like him a wise move. I would tell him, "Listen, officer, my name is um, Felipe Esparza, I'm a convicted criminal. I am, I am on parole. I'm here to do a comedy show. I, I need to avoid gangs. I need to avoid drug neighborhoods. I need to avoid any bad element. So if you could tell me what neighborhoods to avoid, I won't go there. <laughs> so Genius. And then he'll catch me there at 3 in the morning with no t-shirt. I got lost. <laughs> Driving back to the motel
7: sticks. <laughs> did, you have
1: a, uh, did you have a low point that turned it around for you where you were like, okay, this is it. I seriously got
6: to get help. I guess yes, I, I did. You know, I was um, I was doing bad. You know, I was up for like I was awake for five days, Oof. and I was like pretty much living at the alley river because I, I think the drug dealer was would show up at seven in the morning there and leave at noon, and they were wow. dealing out of the river. So yeah, I was I mean, they had a, they were calling me nicknames. You know, the comics they were calling me. Where's Felipe at? He's not going to be here for the show. No, I think he's over there river dancing. (laughs) (laughs) So you just
1: must feel now when you look at your life and you realize, you know, like this show we're talking about, you're headlining the Microsoft Theater, 5,000 plus people. You must feel like so blessed to have come through and be out on the other side and be as healthy and as happy as you are.
6: Yes, I feel very blessed, you know, fortunate, you know, that I can also also make that bad side into uh, humor. I know sure. how to make it funny.
2: Yeah,
6: A lot of the stuff that I said on stage on Friday it was true. And that's part of the material that I'm doing on the new tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not really like trying to write jokes, but trying to find um, funny moments in my drug addiction to make it funny.
4: It is weird that, as a comedian, you can take horrible things, horrible situations, and turn
6: it and sort of make it funny. That's amazing.
5: Is there anything off-limits?
6: No, not for me, but um, like some of these stories are very embarrassing, you know? Like, I try not to... At first... When, like, I remember the late Ralphie May. Mm-hmm. He knew about one of my stories that really happened, and he, and he tweeted one time Felipe, better not order no spoons or baking soda. And I forgot what that meant, right? <laughs> but then I remembered oh, yeah, I ordered a uh, baking soda and a spoon from room service once. You're <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> <laughs> almost cartoonish. And they brought it to my room. <laughs> so a security guard and room service.
5: A security guard. <laughs> and I asked,
6: what would you bring him for? Oh, he didn't believe me. You ordered this. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> that was Felipe my lowest is, point.
1: That's fantastic. Like you said, fantastic it's funny now. now. Clean, yeah. Not funny then. Right, exactly. Uh, the great Felipe Esparza in city with us here at the Kevin Beach. A quick break more with him right after this on K Rock.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
1: And Felipe Esparza is with us in the studio. Felipe, we uh, we have a huge week of uh, comedians here on The Kevin Bean Show. Scott Aukerman is going to be joining us tomorrow. Brad Williams. Uh, Bob Saget on Wednesday. Jimmy Pardo on Thursday. Eddie Izzard on Friday. Made me start to think. Do you have any comedy heroes out there that you would be excited to get a photo with? Because we saw uh, uh, Friday night at uh, April Foolishness. Uh, everybody wanted to get a picture with Ray Romano. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody
6: wanted to get that photo. Are there well, people like that that you're hoping to get a picture with? Um, I want to take a picture with uh, David Tell. I mm-hmm. think we don't have a photo.
5: Love him,
6: and um, I would say about he's he's dead now, but Rodney Dangerfield.
5: I thought you were gonna say sure. Dave. I'm like, wait,
0: what? <laughs> 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 I think Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield.
6: I got his autograph once, and I, I got Chris Rock's autograph. He was very nice. i mean, the nicest dude I ever met. Like, like I learned how to walk into a conversation because um he Chris Rock wanted to take a friend away from me. To go talk to him mm-hmm. so he walked up to me and go hey my name is Chris Rock hey hey whoa hi Chris Rock and he go my name is this my name is that and then he took my friend away <laughs> so then now when I walk in I always introduce myself smart yeah so that you can t- walk off with somebody else yeah <laughs> all right so <laughs> I like a plan I think um and by Eddie the way Murphy, Chris Rock does not need to introduce himself I know <laughs> that was before his first special the one that oh, was up. okay so I, I would say um what I just mention? Will Ferrell. Uh, d- Will Farrell. I'll to oh, get excited if I take a picture yeah. with him.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure.
6: John Ritter. I was nervous. I was working at Dodger Stadium, and John Ritter would come in, and I would want to say hello to him, but I was too nervous. But then I creeped him out because <laughs> I know that he was wearing an alley hat and a beard, trying to be low key. And I started. Uh, he was in the urinal thing. The oh rock. No. So I stood I next know. to Here him. We go. You stood I, next to him. And I started like humming the Three's Company song. No! <laughs> what? Believe, eh? Come and knock on my door And then I really? the think he grabbed his penis Squeezed it And went to go pee somewhere else No, <laughs> he stopped the scream so, Yeah, I get I gotta so be, nervous I gotta be honest, he made the right choice I get nervous, um, man Like I, I get starstruck still, like when I was working at Dodger Stadium... What would you do there? What would you do at Dodger Stadium? I was making hot dogs, uh, wrapping hot dogs. I was uh, cooking chicken for Yoshinoya. I was cashier. I was everything Didn't there. And no um, Lindsay Wagner came in one day with her two crazy kids. And... Um, the body woman sure. and I was so nervous, man. She shook my hand and I pretended she was crushing it. And I started melting <laughs> and then she just did went, she went find to another. Funny? She, she went to another stand. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm gonna go someplace um, else where a guy has a strong handshake. Kevin, don't you have your own your story
4: at Dodger Stadium? Um, I did pee next to Vin
1: Scully. Uh huh. And, and mate, you had to make small talk, didn't you? I Did you j- imitate him
6: at least? It's no time for Dodger
2: it, baseball. It's time for at <laughs>
6: Dodgers Stadium <laughs> with Kevin and me. No, it's going to be a doozy. I had to say
4: something. I don't know why that happens. Yeah. Why do you have to say something? I, I don't know. At that moment, I wanted to, my, to yell at myself, shut the F up. Right. I said, no. hey, how do you think they're going to do tonight? And he was very kind of and of talked course. to me. For it seemed like a minute and a half. I was done peeing. I just stood there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you at least pull up I pan waited.
6: Pan? No. I, oh, no. I waited for Tommy Lasorda by his car when I was little. Oh. Because I, I knew his gouging would come out, and then we were walking with him, we were hugging him, joking with him, and um, we called him Tommy Lasagna. He was joking with us. <laughs> and I told him, I you was know, telling him, you know, like, remember the... The Dodgers lost ninety-nine games one, one year. You mm-hmm. know they were last mm-hmm. place, and Tommy mm-hmm. Lasorda lost a lot of weight also because of Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. He was real thin, Tommy Lasorda. Mm-hmm. I said, "What happened, Tommy? Man, you the Dodgers lose ninety-nine games. You lose ninety-nine pounds. <laughs> I like the skinny Tommy. Bring back Tommy Lasagna." <laughs> <laughs> Did he find that funny? He come to a a uh, uh, pencil neck, something.
5: How old were you?
6: Oh, like 17, 18. Doing
5: your Lasorda chunk. I love it. <laughs> I
1: love it so much. Hey, Felipe, I heard you talking recently about, uh, you know, Ali asked you earlier if there was anything off limits. You were talking recently about how you used to, there were some stories you didn't used to like to tell about your mom. And then you decided at some point just to go for it, right? Yeah. You just de- you just deal with whatever the fallout is from your mom because I understand comedians. That's what they do is they 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 mine their own lives for material. But sometimes you do have to think, oh man, these are people that are in my life that I love that are you know that I have to care about
6: what they think. What changed where you said, all right, mom, sorry, throwing you under the bus. Oh man, um. There's a joke I talk about, how my mom, about child abuse between my mom and dad and oh, then I the kids. Oh, I assume they love that. And then, like, it was hard because it really happened. Yeah. You know, like, it was a point in my life where my mom and dad got into a fight and you had to pick a side that night. Mm-hmm. And I, I chose the wrong side. But there was no right side, you know, mom or dad. So um, I dealt with it. I remember crying about it when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And talking about it, it's still sad. But uh, I brought my mom to the show in New York and I did the joke. And then she laugh, laughed and laughed. And, like, she must have forgot it was maybe more mad. <laughs> so you're angrier so now an- because I'm, she's laughing. I'm, I'm angry that she don't remember it, and she's laughing about it like it never happened. Wow. But to me, like, yesterday still, you know? Yeah, sure. It still hurts. That kind but of now stuff. it's a big laugh. It
5: wow. is cathartic, though, for yeah. you, up until she laughed. to you're like, yeah. F you, Ma. <laughs> But it is This cathartic. is personal,
6: man. <laughs> um, is, your, is your family pleased that you went into comedy? Is that the life they hoped for you? My father, uh, he's pleased, you know, but not when I first started, he didn't get it. He thought that uh, if I should stay, I should stay at UPS and one day be a driver, you know. Look, it makes they make good money. I can see yeah. a parent not wanting you to yeah, go into yeah. such Our, a shaky business. My dad thinks that um, ca- um, that um, real life, you know, work applies to Hollywood work. It doesn't work that way. Because mm-hmm. when, I, when I first started doing stand-up comedy, he told me that um, Paul Rodriguez family from the same state in Mexico that we are from, mm-hmm. Sinaloa, right? So uh, I should go tell Paul Rodriguez so to co-sign for me oh, so I could be famous.
5: That's not how it works. It <laughs> yeah, sad. that's not. You don't get co-signed fame. <laughs> yeah. You gotta sleep with people.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: you have to pick the people that you sleep with carefully. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I do not know how to do co-sign. Like, so I would see Paul Rodriguez come in to the laugh factory like, to do a guest set. And I look at him, and I go, oh, man, okay. I, I, I walked up to somebody, What is uh, the bartender. What does this guy o- o- always order when he drinks? He goes, Irish, Irish cream coffee. All right, here's my drink ticket. I don't drink. Give me an Irish cream coffee. So I see Paul G. come in, and I walk up to him like Spider from Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Paul Rodriguez. He looked at me all weird. Oh, who's this guy? <laughs> so, Who's this guy right here? Are you my son? <laughs> Can we look alike? <laughs> so I would just give him a little Irish coffee, and... Leave him alone. That's smart. And then, um, they, little by little, I started talking to him, and then he'll tell me little quick jokes. Eventually, I started opening for him. Wow, nice! He'll pay that. me mad money. That's amazing. And he would play wow. He um, it's funny, man. Like my first time in Reno, I was nervous. I was already nervous, man. <laughs> and then he goes, he calls me up, talk, come, yelling at me. What is this about you complaining about your room that it's too small? There's not enough towels. What is you complaining about this? Hey, man, I wasn't complaining about nothing. You will when you see my room. And he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared and then happy. I thought
1: he was going to send me home. Felipe you guys. Great stand-up comedian. You can get a whole evening with Felipe at the Microsoft Theater on Friday, October 4th. Tickets go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m. at AXS.com. Presale code at krock.com We're going to give away some tickets right now at 1-800-520-1067. Felipe, pick any number between 1 and 100, please.
6: 89. Uh,
1: 89 it is. Caller 89 one 520 1067 Win tickets to see felipe Hey, listen, before you let you go, thank you a million times over for making that appearance at the April Foolishness on Friday night. I know I know, you've done it once before a few years ago. It was so great to have you back. You killed, my friend. And we are forever in your debt for that. If there's anything we can ever do for you, you let us know,
6: all right? Thank you, man. No problem. And uh, my tour is called the Bad Ambre Tour. <laughs> bad ombre tour. Last year, I was gonna, I was, it was a bad decision. I was going to call it the bad ombre, but now nah, people might get offended. So now the tour, it's a bad ombre tour. We call a bad hunger.
2: <laughs> we're hungry I for it. more.
6: Also, bad, I love it so much. I went to the first ever K Rock Weenie Rose and the second one. The Is first that right? one was the f- the first one was the the K Rock acoustic luau Christmas. Uh, <laughs> like, no, it was the K Rock Weenie Rose sing along. Uh huh. Right. And uh, you guys have frente, the Ramones. You got Blink One Eight Two. It was one of the best cars I've ever been in my life. Awesome. And I started R- my, the... my little brother started a fire on the top of the lawn. Sweet. Excellent. Remember sure. nice, that fire? Sir. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome at any of our shows, oh, yeah. anytime.
4: Thank you, Felipe.
3: Thanks, Felipe. We appreciate it. Bye-bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. (sighs) K-Rock.
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too
6: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. medella is your reward. medella the mark of a fighter.
4: Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Look, look, look. Here, here's my whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm super lazy, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So if they're going to pay me a lot of money to be the actor and then I get go, go back to my trailer and, you know, sleep. Right. right? Why wouldn't I do that instead of being the director and then having to work twenty three hours a day yeah. and and deal with everybody's nonsense?
4: I would assume that you would want to challenge yourself to do more.
1: B. No, no, no. The dream just, is the dream is just getting through the day.
4: Yes, yeah, just skating by. I just, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't understand this Olivia Wilde. I think hold, she had hold, a good please. thing. She, she, she's calling right back. She's not quite here yet.
1: Well, yeah, we were doing the thing. Yeah,
4: I know we were doing yeah. the thing, but.
1: She's calling in her in directly. I think it'll help our phone connection. Well, that was a disastrous waste
4: of Oh time no, I say let's do, it, let's do it do it again. <laughs> Try it
5: again but like it just a kind of a different feel. Give me a different motivation. Like say, giving, like say I'm a British a accent. Like- yeah, give me yeah <laughs> Tone will
1: be here all day. <laughs> I don't understand the decisions she made. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it seems like being
1: a director is much harder. Oh that's Ar-
2: no, that's Arnold. that's Arnold. Yeah, yeah. That was oddly Arnold. Uh, I'll be and back. My accent,
1: I have I have more trouble with my British accent than I do with my rap flow. Just in terms of keeping it consistent. Yeah, you know it's what true. I mean. I'm like in and out all the time. And
4: I think you're dead on, and you should keep oh, it sure. up. Yeah. I was looking forward. She to uh, called back that. and then dropped. Off I know. And then now, now it's calling.
5: Now, back. Yeah, direct.
8: Good. All okay. right. We're, we're just looking at her name. Just, uh,
5: just wanna... A lot of times we
4: get guests, and they're, they go through, like, four different connections, and they sound really crappy. We have so this... to start doing oh, Yeah. It yeah. yeah, uh, looks
8: like we've got our act together okay, here, because we're all looking just really, really, really sloppy. I
2: know, but Thanks. I think yeah. we have Olivia now. Yeah.
1: I, I understand. Olivia, are you there? I'm here. Yes.
2: yes.
1: Thank you for the repeated effort to get on the line. I know our <laughs> phone system is a little janky, so we do appreciate it. How you doing today?
9: you guys are very popular and i was on hold and it was like the old days when i would call in and be on hold so it was totally fine <laughs> olivia
5: what's your request what do you want to yeah, hear what do you want to
9: hear <laughs> oh my god oh god what don't i, I just want to hear lizzo all day long every
5: day yeah good it's everything right it is yep. my everything oh, forever yep. i sing soulmate into the mirror every morning yes yes, yes.
9: <laughs> oh so good i can't wait to that? see her live um (laughs) olivia
1: we were talking about before you came on and you're not the first actor who has said hey i can do a lot more than just be in front of the camera i want to direct but i feel like it's 25 times more work than being an actor what's wrong with you girl yeah oh it really
9: makes you realize how easy acting is let (laughs) me tell you no i'm kidding i mean acting is hard too but directing is totally different and yeah i was eager to do it for a long time and i finally got the opportunity with this movie that i love so much and it's the best and now i'm hooked and it's all i ever want to do wow that
1: that's fantastic well I gotta now-
5: say your first time out to direct this movie good lord first of all anyone that has seen the previews for book smart is already in but i'll tell you we all saw it yesterday I am so bummed this movie wasn't around when I was in high school because everything about it is perfect. But as, I'm going to say it right now, as an older lady, I still (laughs) loved it so very much. It is wonderful. Because
4: you're a child in your mind. I I am, basically. But it is so
5: great. I, I love
9: that you feel that way, and I feel that way too. Like, I wish this movie had been around for me, but I do feel like... It is, you know, hopefully once in a generation there's a movie that helps people, uh, you know, feel a little bit better about being young and feel more connected to their peers and remind them to have fun with being young. And it's also, by the way, good for us oldies because I feel nostalgic watching it. So Absolutely. I think the movie is truly for everybody. How do you, That's my hope. How do you find that? The script's been
4: around for, what, 10 years or something like that? And you just decided yeah. that you could do something with it?
9: Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, the kernel of the idea was there and we just had to find it you know i think it was almost like waiting for society to catch up with this concept because for a long time nobody wanted to make a movie about two really smart girls who were best friends and it was a movie just focusing on a female friendship that those are still pretty rare which is weird i know that is weird (laughs) Um, yeah so (laughs) we had to kind of wait for the world to be ready and the world is super ready right now and uh i'm excited that it's finally gonna be in the world because it's it's a movie that I think makes everybody just feel good. <laughs> That's what I've been loving is, like, people leave these screenings and they're like, I feel good, I'm dancing, I feel happy. <laughs> Now that
4: let me. Uh, me we nice. need all of that that we can get right now. Yeah, we do. I know, let me, right? um, Amen. Let
1: me uh, jump on uh, jump on that where you are talking about being ready for the female friendship. I wondered if that had something to do with you being able to direct this because when you see you know Patty Jenkins breaking through with Wonder Woman, and you see Brie Larson yeah. just directed her movie. I mean, I just wonder if if there would have been a time even a few years ago where people have, would not have given you this job, but now they realize, Absolutely. hey, guess what? Chicks could do everything.
9: Absolutely, I think you know people like Greta Gerwig paving the way. There uh-huh. are so many great female directors out there, and now people are getting jobs. People, the Studios are giving women more opportunities, and that's where it starts. And I'm super lucky to have this chance. I mean, also a lot of directors make movies that never hit the theaters, so the yeah. fact that this yeah. is going wide is, like, yeah. blowing my mind. Like also,
5: I, just, I, I can't really believe I it. I love that Bean said chicks can do anything. Why not just say, like, bitches be able? Yeah. Right?
8: <laughs> also, too, like, uh, as a film nerd myself, Olivia doesn't take, like, in this film, she doesn't take the easy route in anything. No, There are school shots where, like, it's busy already, but then in the far background, you just see two people fencing. <laughs> <laughs> I was True. like, She did not have to do that. There's no need to give yourself more work.
9: <laughs> I mean, I was so inspired by movies that we all grew up on. I mean, Breakfast Club, Days to Confuse, Say Anything, Ferris Bueller's, Clueless. Like, I, those were the movies that I was dedicating this one to, you know? So mm-hmm. all those movies have that texture and layers, and they just feel authentic. So the goal was to try to make this one feel authentic.
1: It well, does. not only do you have to capture high school life, Olivia, and as a first-time movie director, you have... An underwater scene, you have a stop motion animation scene, you have a sex scene. I mean, all of those are not necessarily things that are easy for one person to do. And you had to manage all of them. Well, I didn't know if I'd ever get the
5: chance again, so I had to flex a little bit.
8: (laughs) This is is quite a reel, (laughs) more than anything. The underwater
5: scene is so beautiful and so perfect. You could have oh, just I done that, it. and I would have been like, "This movie's great." But instead, you're like, "No, stop animation. Let's do that." And
8: Olivia, Insane. like, I saw the music is done by Dan the Automator, which K Rock fans yeah. might recognize. Obviously, like, what's your connection to Dan? Was there any? Are you a fan?
9: I'm a huge fan of Dan, and I have been for a really long time. And then. Our music supervisor, Brian Ling, who's amazing, is also, he manages Dan. And so I had the hookup. And it was like the greatest day ever when Dan said, yeah, I'm interested in scoring Booksmart." I was like, this is so amazing. This is such a dream come true. Because the music was a huge priority to me. I mean, the whole soundtrack, we have over 30 needle drops. Amazing. We have everybody from Gold to LCD Sound System to Jurassic 5 to Alanis Morissette. I mean, it goes all over the map. And and I'm really excited for people to, to dance their way through the
1: movie. Yeah, the soundtrack is killer. We have Olivia Wilde on the phone, uh, director of the film called Booksmart. Now, I know we're getting it all hyped up. It actually isn't in theaters until May 24th, but we need you to spread That's the right. word. and You need to see this trailer, and you need to make sure everybody uh, heads out for that opening weekend. Um, It is, um, um, I forgot. Jensen, you had that one question we wanted to squeeze in before we went.
8: Oh, absolutely. It's a very much a huge concern for me. Uh, I'm wondering, Olivia, how Jason Sudeikis stores his Nikes and how you allow it to happen. Because my wife and I, I'm newly married, and we are running into the issue where she's just realized uh, months after the wedding how many Jordans I have. And we don't have a solution, and I'm nervous, and I'm wondering if you could help well,
9: I'm curious where you were hiding all these Jordans before the wedding. I don't
8: answer that I... publicly. <laughs> I will not tell anyone that on air. He was just
1: renting a separate apartment for them. Yeah, I had a, I You know how a lot
8: of people imagine. have, like, a separate wife and kid in Utah? I just had an apartment filled with shoes.
9: <laughs> well, we... I, I kid you not, Jason converted a child's bedroom into a sneaker closet. Oh, yeah. um, oh my god! So that's how many he has. And, and he, he keeps them very tidy and color-coordinated and he does the rock and stock. I mean, it's, it's
5: intense. God it's bless you. God obsession. bless you more than
2: anything. I
8: mean, it's great how much he's spent to keep the hobby alive, but God bless you. I think
5: God bless the kid that doesn't have a room now.
8: Yeah. <laughs> I know! <laughs> no, he lives in it with the shoes. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. loves
2: it.
1: <laughs> Olivia, it's so great to have you back on the Kevin Bean show. We love you. We're so happy for you. Congratulations you. Uh, on Smart. We can't wait for the Kevin DeBean uh, audience to get out there and see it May 24th, and you're welcome back any time, all right?
9: Oh, thank you guys so much. Have an awesome day.
1: Thanks, Olivia. You, to you, you too. too. Bye-bye. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, KROQ.
4: Time for What's Happening with Allie.
3: I'm going to just keep it a bean. <laughs>
5: Remember when I told you the uh, lineup for Woodstock's 50th anniversary revival? It was awesome. Jay-Z, Miley Cyrus, Chance the Rapper, Imagine Dragons, then longtime veteran artists like Santana, Robert Plant, Grateful Dead offshoot Dead and Company. I mean, they kind of ran the whole gamut of all different genres of music to get people out there for the 50th anniversary. And then I told you on Monday, which was Earth Day, which was supposed to be when tickets went on sale, that, hey, they're kind of uh, pushing that back a little bit. They're not going to sell tickets just yet on Earth Day, Monday the 22nd, and people thought, okay, well, maybe it's because they haven't completely... Gotten the permit for the venue for August 16th through the 18th at right. Watkins Glen, New York. But they kept saying, but it's still on. You guys, calm down. Calm your T's. We're going to be fine. Yeah, you got
1: you to gotta dot your I's and cross your T's. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can't, you can't go public with it until it's official.
5: Absolutely. Well, it is official. Woodstock's 50th anniversary rev- revival has been canceled.
1: Oh, this no. Is so this is a colossal disaster
5: this isn't this isn't good. Uh, cancels, is, yeah. This is from uh, the Densu Aegis Network, which is funding the festival. They confirmed the news in a statement. They said, despite our tremendous investment of time, effort, and commitment, we don't believe the production of the festival can be executed as an event worthy of the Woodstock brand name while also ensuring the health and safety of the artists, partners, and attendees.
6: Oh, what made you think? That it was cool to say that.
5: I'm just saying he had to cancel it in some way. That is just part of the statement. Yikes! That's Yikes. a pretty
8: big deposit to lose.
5: That's uh, no. that's not good, you guys. So there you have it.
8: We if, should do it. We should have Woodstock here, like mm-hmm. in Encino or something.
5: Definitely I'm Encino. In Encino, Encino. Uh, uh,
8: where venue. in Encino exactly? There's yeah. a parking lot.
2: Yeah, I'm
8: about sure farmland. we can get. Yeah, I'm sure we can get a parking lot <laughs> or like. Uh. Uh, something. I don't know. There's like a laser tag place off Van Owen. Okay. All right. What I'm feeling what it the, now.
1: what the specific breakdown was mm-hmm. here, but I do wonder if we're at peak festival now. I mean, we
8: have to be. Uh, it's
5: if, the if same thing. It's not possible to have more festivals. It's just right.
1: not. It's almost like every weekend in America, there's some other festival going on with 40 bands. Yeah. Agreed.
5: Oh, but you would have thought Woodstock's 50th anniversary. That's yeah. something that people... Maybe that would
1: stand out a bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Apparently
1: not. I mean, especially yeah. with the tie-in to have The Dead and Santana and some of those other bands from the original show. I, I mean, there's right. a l- little bit of history there.
5: Yeah. David Crosby, John Fowarty. I mean, no, nope. yeah. Guess not. All right. I have been sent this article from probably 30 people, and I appreciate it because it combines my love of two things. Jeopardy and... Uh,
8: Almost got through a whole show, guys. Right? And Almost
5: the uh the number just below seventy. One below seventy. Would that be uh sixty-nine? Nice. Here is what it says. Dear readers, please steal yourselves. We regret to inform you that both Kennings and Holtzauer, that would be Ken Jennings and James Holtzauer, two contestants on Jeopardy, have confirmed the contestants are no longer allowed to wager 69 as their 69. final Jeopardy! bets.
9: <laughs> really?
5: $69 is only one of five apparently banned wager amounts.
9: $69. Nice.
5: Right. Uh, the numbers 1488 and 1488, which are all apparently associated with neo-Nazi propaganda, those Whoa. are all
1: banned, which, okay, oh. I'm
5: glad you're banning that. That sounds Wait, good. If,
1: something, if, so, if somebody says 14, that's some sort of a... Dog whistle to other white nationalists? Yes, yeah, I
8: think it's like 14 words. You don't want to know it. It's not good.
5: It's, it's okay. a whole. You can you can read up on it, you know, in, in awfultimes.com. <laughs> um, another number that's out. So you've got 69 out, 1488, 1488. $666 is also out. Wow. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. It's just it cuckoo. However, as of right now, 420 is safe.
6: You guys. Wow. Smoke weed every day. Uh,
5: this is uh, this is news to me, but this is according to the AV Club. So if any Jeopardy producers are listening, um, I mean, you're stripping you contestants yeah. of, of their God-given right of right? betting $69.
8: <laughs>
5: I mean, right? Larry King wants to know. Larry King wants to know. <laughs> and usually I, I wouldn't do a story on Taylor Swift. Um, however... She will be opening the 2019 Billboard Music Awards that is happening in Las Vegas on Wednesday, airing live on NBC. But she will be with Panic! at the Disco's frontman, Brendan Urie, singing the new single, Me. They're going to kick off the show. But the reason I'm telling you about this is because uh, it also has to do with her new cat, Benjamin Button. He's a very good boy, apparently. Made his debut in the video, so she's adding to her cats, but Bean found a clip of a fan who was recording herself watching the me video for the first time when she realized that is a new cat. (gasps)
4: I love that girl
2: so much. She does
4: seem very <laughs> She's happy. so happy. Does it bother you being that you're about 70% that excited about her cat?
1: Not at all. Okay. I love uh, Taylor and I love her cat. Okay, great. Understandable. Understandable. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. You're listening to the Kevin and Bean Show. And she she recorded that ID just
5: for no, us? That wow, nice. that was very nice of her. And if you're just waking up, you had a long weekend and you're wondering, wow, how'd that Avengers Endgame do? At the box office. Well, it's become the first movie to earn over $1 billion at the global box office after its first weekend. And by over a billion, it's uh, $1.2 billion worldwide. But per, this, this... In the first weekend. First weekend. This blows my mind. It's now the fastest film to gross $1 billion and has eclipsed the total theatrical runs of 17 of its 21 MCU predecessors. Yeah. I mean wow uh, this is one movie people
1: So in other words Guardians of the Galaxy will come out mm-hmm. and this new movie that just came out this weekend will make as much as that and 16 other movies yeah. yes that's yeah. a in
5: one weekend in one weekend absolutely yeah but in case you're wondering domestically um we're at a currently estimated 350 million dollars for its first weekend Check, you guys please. this was a success complete success um there were other movies at the box office. Coming in number two this weekend, Captain Marvel with $8 million. <laughs> you had to be Disney and just be like, <laughs> look How's
8: at that. How's the
1: stock looking today, Jensen?
8: It was up big, and then to, and then it started to slide because I think everyone was like, sell now. It's, it, but it's at its highest in uh, 56 weeks.
5: Wow. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, That's coming before in...
8: Disney Plus, by the way.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to... Yeah. That's the stock sound.
1: I see. Yeah. Okay. Coming and that's in th- official? Thought that was, yeah. Thought that was mayonnaise. Right. Oh.
2: <laughs>
5: Sorry to everyone that was there in the audience that knows what he's talking about. Uh, coming in third, The Curse
2: of La Llorona.
5: 7.5 million. Breakthrough at 6.3 million. And then rounding out the top five, Shazam with another 5.5
1: million bucks. Kevin, your level of satisfaction with the new Avengers film? A
8: 10. Bean. That's
5: that's... And that's out of five, <laughs> and I will see it again.
8: He's going to see it. That. Yeah. He's got three more hours to throw away. I do. No, it's not a throwaway. It's it's
5: really satisfying. Yeah,
4: it's the best conclusion to any movie series ever. Well yeah.
5: said, Kevin. Thank you. And you had said before you even saw it that you probably see it three times in the theater. Yeah. And now, after seeing it, for you, sure. For sure, three There's times. There's
4: so much in it, and you catch a lot if you've seen, and I've seen all the other Marvel movies, mm-hmm. so you do catch a lot. But I assume that you also miss a tremendous amount as right. well. It's so. not you, though. No, no. I mean, I'm saying other more, people. Mortal stuff. people, yeah. yeah. Mortals, right. yeah. Mortals, yeah.
5: If someone had only seen Ant Man and Black Panther, right, would they still enjoy this movie?
8: Sure. I am hearing you can't just walk in. I, yeah, I don't I don't think so. Okay. I don't
4: think
5: so. I wouldn't cry as hard, and I wouldn't no. be as satisfied. No. Which is a Saturday night <laughs> right
2: there.
5: <laughs> All right. Interesting. Okay, some birthdays for you. Uma Thurman, Jerry Seinfeld, Michelle Pfeiffer, Willie Nelson. God damn it, Kevin. You want to turn around
2: and say goodbye. Until then, baby. Are you going to let him hold your dad and make you
5: cry? I thought you wanted me to play the music. I hadn't said her name yet. Oh. Uh, Carney Wilson.
2: don't you know? Things are changed. Things will go your way. Can you hold on for one more day? Can you hold on for one more day? All right.
5: And that's what's happening.
4: Thanks, Allie, to drive home today. Listen to commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, on all-new Kevin and Bean show. Comedian Scott Ackerman joins us in studio. Love him. Mm-hmm. As does Brad Williams, who we also love.
1: Um, I, I tolerate him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you knocked yourself out, and should Bean be allowed to talk to
3: girls, ever?
4: Oh, come on. On nope. tomorrow morning's Kevin nope. and Bean
3: Just- right. <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q.